Welcome to the Youth Pastors Are Pastors Too podcast. Recorded in Central Texas. Broadcasting to the world. Join your hosts and their weekly guests for insight, advice, guidance, and ideas to help your ministry flourish and help you take care of yourself. Now, with a combined 35 years of ministry experience, your hosts, Jacob Taylor and Jeremy Hellums. Welcome to episode seven and a quarter, seven and a half. Uh, we'll, we'll get oh that gosh. to a few, I guess, in a few more seconds. But as you, as you noticed, we have a new intro, and I am, yeah. I am more. We are more than excited about it. We also have a new outro. That means you have to stay. Yeah. And listen to the whole thing and to see the outro. Uh, shout out to Pastor uh, Will on Fiverr.com. Uh, he hooked us up and he was super easy to work with. And uh, I mean, he, he wrote the script. He did the all the music, all the I mean, everything he did it. And it, it was like perfect for what we Amazing. wanted. So. Uh, and we're stoked about it. We want it. We try to sound better each week. And uh <laughs> We have other, our, our audio recording stuff is different this week, so hopefully we sound professional and not like uh, amateurs like we have been. In a can. Uh, we're, not, we're not broadcasting from a can. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, if, you, if you don't believe me, this is the second time we've recorded an episode today. Uh, yeah. I, you know, technology is a funny thing. You 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 think it's working everything sounds great you have a great episode you go to upload and the files messed up yeah and so, you know that hasn't happened yet uh but whenever the corrupt file thing comes on the window there's just it's like de- almost defeat yeah <laughs> i have that whole video of uh from d now we had a girl come mm. and speak and I mean, amazing testimony, amazing story. Then we had like a sit down Q and A type thing, and I mean, the adults were loving it, the students loved it, and I was like, this would be perfect online. Yeah. I go, I was gonna cut it down, you know, add in our uh, logo and all that stuff. I open it and start playing it. And it's just it's clicking the whole way through, and it, it, there's no fixing it. I put it in. I put personally put it in Audacity. I sent it to you yeah. to see if you had somebody you could find, and then I sent it to uh, Garrett, hoping that maybe he could fit salvage it. And it's been t- almost two months, and I, it's it's it, it breaks my heart. And just like today's episode, yeah. this morning it was a good episode. We we had a good talk with a, a guy that's running. Uh, I guess I, I mean it's a camp, but it's a it's different than like you and I's experience mm-hmm, with camp. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, I mean, we, we had an awesome guest, uh, Chris, he runs camp Cherokee way out in Tennessee. And, uh, it's a very unique situation. Uh, they sometimes have to go by boat yeah. to get to town. Uh, you know, he just gave us a lot of insight and, uh, we, we're going to talk about camp here in a few minutes because I think that's something that, you know, that we're going to still stick with that theme and that topic. But uh, we definitely want to shout out to Chris for coming on this morning, for taking the time to do that. And, uh, you know, just super bummed that the file was corrupt and, and uh, we didn't get to have you on the show. If you do and uh, want to catch a show with a guest, 
the man, the myth, the legend, Keith, Keith. was on episode six. So check out episode six if you haven't already seen it or seen it. And well, I mean, either way, heard, uh, seen, anyways. Yeah, uh, and that, check out that. That marks seven weeks in a row that we've talked about Keith Kilpatrick. So yeah. Uh, there you go, Keith. I know you're probably going to be listening. Uh, week seven of us talking about you. But yeah, you, it was a great uh, discussion last week. And uh, I, I, like I said this morning, well, no one's going to know what I said this morning. But uh, <laughs> if there's anybody that knows how to handle the balance between family and church and uh, ministry, is it was Keith. And, uh, mm-hmm. uh, it, and Keith's always a good person to have a conversation with and definitely enjoyed it. Um, and I mean, just a good, I think it was a good episode and, uh, got a lot of positive feedback from, uh, some of the listeners and, uh, yeah. And hopefully as we continue, since we're on episode 7.5 or whatever, uh, 7.25, two, five, whatever it is (laughs) that we're going to call this one, uh, we are getting better. And, uh, uh, learning as we go, we, the, even though we've both been on the tech side of churches with me doing live streaming, you just done it all. Uh, we're still learning this aspect. It's a little bit different than yeah. just, you know, running sound for churches and live stream stuff. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> trying to sound as professional it's, as possible. That's right. That's right. And that's, and I think that kind of leads into the, the thought and the, the idea that, you know, we really want to make this, awesome for you we want to make it the goal that that we reach youth pastors or or pastors or children's ministers or or volunteers just really anyone along the journey so that we can just you know be with you and uh be beside you and just encourage you you know i think that's you know i think we've said the goal before but let's say it again we'll probably say it over and over again but that's the goal encourage you point you to point you to christ and point you to to Others like-minded. And I think when we started this, it was a, uh, we had a, a, a mindset on something. And I think the way God works, it kind of, I know it's kind of, I guess, a backstory to how we, we started or decided to do this. Jeremy always wanted to do a podcast that, uh, uh, what do you say, uh, let, helped young ministers starting out and that you could give help with. And, and I was like, well, I'm not a pastor. I don't really know how to do a pastoring thing. But then I was like, but I am a youth pastor and I, it's, I guess it's could be the same. And so when we started this, it was like, huh. And then it, it's kind of turned into what he had visioned years ago when we started talking about it. And, uh, our, our, both of our visions, have kind of like merged together because I wanted to show attention to youth pastors around the state or not just the state, but everywhere. And Jeremy wanted to help younger pastors. And I think somehow, I mean, God put it together and it's exciting to see. And the, the lineup we have coming, uh, I think what we have, we're booked out at least the next six, six weeks. I think, yeah, we, really got on the calendar, got on uh, some messaging and got some uh, super exciting. I mean, I would call it talent. I mean, to a certain extent, but uh, amazing people that love God, uh, that love sharing in the word of God and love, you know, ministering not only to students, but also to pastors. 
I mean, some, some of these folks that we're going to bring on, uh, you know, we have their phone numbers. We can mm-hmm. text them because, uh, you know, we have to lean on one another. And, uh, man, I'm, I'm excited. Who I, I got... I got a little chill bumps, you know. You can't see it on the on the podcast, but I, I definitely have and I have sleeves on, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, that and it's like what is it, fifty four in Texas in April twenty first of all. I'm supposed to get down degrees. to thirty five degrees tonight, and so, so weird. So uh, can weird. we can we kind of get a sneak preview of one of the people that I personally super excited to to get on? Uh, oh yeah, and I think you know who we're who I'm talking about. Uh, oh yeah. We have uh, Mike Satterfield lined out to join us on an episode in the next two or three weeks. And uh, if you don't know who Mike Satterfield is, then you need to come out of the, underneath the rock you're in. Because uh, <laughs> I and this is the, this is why I'm excited. And a personal story with between me and my, me and Mike go back from Highland Lakes. Uh, I, when I was a student in the central Texas area, uh, the mm-hmm. first time I saw him was at mania marathon with uh, Brian Hall's thing. Uh, and yeah. that was 20 plus years ago, <laughs> but about four years ago, uh, I take my students to Piney woods. Uh, and it's a, that's an awesome camp. Uh, I, I love every bit of it and that's why we keep going. Uh, mm-hmm. and Mike Satterfield happened to be the pastor for the week. And that's mainly why we did it, Cause I just love Mike, but it was like Wednesday night. And I, I finally just had enough of, I, I was struggling with why am I doing this? Cause I, it felt like the students weren't really paying attention. They didn't seem to care. All they cared about was finding that group of friends that they found, which is great. Or that, or that boyfriend or girlfriend, you know? Exactly. And I, I was like, why are these kids not like we had church group time and they just didn't seem interested. And I was like, what am I doing? Uh, where do I, how do I reach these students without, you know, coming too forced for, and, uh, I just picked up my phone and I texted Mike and I, I said, Hey Mike, what am I doing? What, what's like, what am I doing wrong? What can I do that to, get their attention and it's it's like it just seems like they don't care and after mike had preached he walked off the stage and he called me called me on the phone and uh i mean he probably wasn't off stage 10 minutes and then he's probably he was up there probably an hour uh Mm -hmm. during his thing and i don't know how mike keeps the energy he keeps but he does but he, he he'd stopped what he was doing and his plans for the night and just gave me a call and because uh, I don't know where he went to, but he called me and we talked for about an hour and a half. And uh, if there's anybody that that needs the encouragement, especially from someone that's uh, you don't want to say like a rock star or famous or uh, superstar or anything, but someone that does what he does to stop and take the time just to talk to you, because I I. To this day, every day time I get uh, to a point where I'm like, what am I doing wrong? I think about it. I think about that conversation uh, and that conversation. I can tell you where I was standing at the camp with that conversation, how much that meant. And to have him come and uh, and I don't even know if he remembers that, uh, but hopefully if we talk about it, we'll bring it up. And but that's yeah, that's why I'm excited to have Mike uh, join us and uh Man, that's a good dude. Uh, I think what next week we have someone that wrote a book. 
or multiple real, books a real life author yeah man that's that's big time i mean yeah uh it's not easy to get published and uh he's gonna join us and man the next couple weeks are gonna be exciting and uh so yeah if you're listening (laughs) really looking forward to having having him and and then and then just the 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 next five weeks uh if you're not already listening but you now's the time to start listening you gotta tell your friends don't hold back i think we saw last week uh on a facebook someone commented and said hey uh so-and-so i don't remember who it was but they're like you need to check this out this is really good and I'm like that's what we need that's how we get reached and that's this isn't for us to get rich and famous off of but it's because we it's not mm, (laughs) no it's not you got to learn real fast in the ministry you're not making a whole lot of money (laughs) but we want to reach uh youth ministers and pastors and not even past just pastors but like the the music people the 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 sound people, the tech guys, the the people that you don't see that are putting their hearts into the ministry that typically doesn't get recognized. And, uh, and man, that's, it's, it's, it's really, I I've enjoyed the last seven, uh, let's say eight episodes, seven that's been aired, but, (laughs) (laughs) uh, and just to get to the, the community, I think community is a huge thing. And this is, been a uh, just to meet people doing different things and uh, their input on things have been, has been uh, awesome. So uh, just high, highly insightful. Um, it, uh, and I definitely want to kind of, I actually kind of want to track back to that, but I, you, you kind of had a nice little segue there to camp, you know, mm-hmm. as uh, you know, I have my first experience at camp was, summer of 1998 and uh, I went out there as a student but I didn't go as a student I went as like a, a helper like a sound production helper and uh, it, it was to Highland Lakes camp that was way back when the tabernacle was not enclosed no AC it just had good old-fashioned air blowing through it okay <laughs> like the so. wind natural god wind blowing through it uh, <laughs> And lots of nests and and uh, what do you call those birds? Barns, barn swallows, yeah, and yeah. they lived up there. And if you didn't, you know, stand in the right spot, you might get hit. But that could have been the Holy Spirit speaking. <laughs> but, no, no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. No, but uh, you know, uh, camp was an impactful for me because that's where I gave my life to Christ, and uh, I spent over 13 summers, uh, three of those on full time staff at Highland Lakes. And then uh, I ran a, a small Christian retreat center for four and a half years. And so uh, for, for a lot of my ministry, uh, I, I have done camp ministry and understand and know the value of camp ministry. And, and Jacob, what about you? Well, I, my ministry started at camp just, just like yours. Uh, yeah. My end goal, uh, not my end goal, my end calling was not camp ministry, Uh it was always youth ministry and it's mm-hmm. it's just funny how that that whole story worked out because i went to welding school i was at tsdc waco uh in my last semester of welding uh, the welding technology program and uh randomly got an email from uh danny dotty on facebook and it's like hey you interested in uh coming and work at highland lakes i'm like ooh, i never even thought about camp ministry but i was like sure why not and so i 
I started there. I did maintenance, which was a little bit different. I mean, uh, it wasn't the ministry I thought I was going to be doing, but it definitely helped uh, grow into where I'm at now. And uh, I wasn't, it's hard. The thing about working in camp ministry, especially as a maintenance guy, it's hard to stay focused on what God's doing while you're trying to plunge a toilet that's full of five pounds of toilet paper because middle school kids thought it would be funny. Uh, and I just told just toilet paper. Well, or sh- or sh- mm-hmm. <laughs> we probably shouldn't get into this. Yeah. Details. But, and I think that's what taught me as, as I grew into the youth ministry and moved on from there is that not everything that God does is going to be a, easy task. Uh, I mean, there, I, there was nights, those summers where, uh, I would go two or three days on two hours of sleep and, uh, whether it was because the septic system backed up or, um, heck we had one time a, uh, AC unit went out on a, a dorm completely and there was no, we tried to fix it, couldn't do it. And we had to pack, like we had to get the whole, everybody that's in that dorm and pack their stuff and put it on trailers and move them in the middle of the night. And, uh, and I don't think if I did the camp, the camp that I was there for two and a half or three years that the, the struggles of, you know, the things that people don't see in youth ministry, I don't think I would have handled it as much as I can, I can. And, um, I'd love camp ministry. And if I ever get like that call where like, Hey, do you want to come back? But like, yeah, I think I, I might consider that. And, uh, probably not as a maintenance guy, but, uh, <laughs> it's, and high lakes was a, a great learning for me as I, everybody, everybody says that you need stepping stones. And I think, uh, one, it kept me humble coming out of mm. welding. I graduated welding school and moved like, uh, you know, you spend that much years thinking you're about to make the big books doing pipeline welding and all that stuff. And, and God's like, Nope, not on my watch. And then calls you in the ministry. It, man, it, I can't, yeah, I can't say anything bad about me, my ministry growing at Highland Lakes. Mm. Yeah. I think it, it's all, it's all part of that, uh, that journey and, and that growing and building and stretching and, you know, all those things and learning how to sleep. Yeah. Little amounts of sleep. Um, but you know, I think camp ministry, you know, is so important to get, you know, as a student pastor, uh, whether you go to a programmed camp or you program your own camp, uh, that time, those, uh, five days, four nights, uh, just um, you know, immersed around not only around other Christians, but um, as leaders and as students, you know, you're going to hear the gospel in multiple formats, and uh, you know, you're you, people, we learn differently. Isn't there like five or six different ways that that humans learn? Yeah, and you are going to get the gospel one way or another at camp, and you know, it couldn't be laid out any simpler. You know, and especially, you know, the way Mike does it and, uh, you know, Mike uh, grabs the attention and he, you know, he makes people laugh and, he, you know, he uses the, the language the kids are using, you know, and 
uh, at least I think so. You know, is he, I don't know if he's, I'm sure he still is, but uh, <laughs> man, they say some weird words now. My kids, my kids are like 11 and 12 and they say some weird words. And then when I say them, they tell me not to say them. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and students say the weirdest things nowadays. And I, I was like, I always try to stay hip with the kids because that's, it was part of the job, but yeah. I just can't keep up. And uh, I think what was the, uh, have you heard it? Have you heard it? Have you heard the, uh, the phrase, uh, nah, you're capping. No, I can't say I have. Uh, apparently it means no, you're lying. You're telling oh. a lie. Stop capping. Stop capping, bro. Something like that. Yeah. Anyways, might have to, might have to ask yeah, you. Yeah, I'm going to have to ask them. I, I know they say that slap. I don't know. What's that mean? That's, that, yeah. That's slap. Okay. So, uh, has anybody called you? Has anybody called you a boomer uh, no. yet? Uh, I that's I yeah. I don't want to be called a boomer because I think that might be. That's when I feel like I'm going to get old, and I just don't want to get old. So, uh, occasionally I hear my kids say, "Yeah, whatever, <laughs> boomer." <laughs> so, I was thinking when you were talking about <laughs> camp and how they lay it out, and I and I think the important thing about camp is that the students get away from what's going on at home. Uh, we we yeah. as pa- student pastors or even pastors, we we had this thing where we we tried to get them to listen, like get, present the word to them every Wednesday, Sunday, Thursdays, or whatever days you do it. But because of the distractions that could be happening at home or the distractions that they're dealing with personally, it's it's hard to you know implant what God's laid on your heart to them uh and when you take them away for a week hours away i think piney which is three three hours from uh elgin uh they don't have to worry they don't worry as much about those things they get away from those friends that might not be uh the, the influences they need and they 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 basically for four day five days they they submerge themselves in god's word and that's why it's so important. And, um, we, I know we all joke about the camp high coming back from camp, but sometimes those highs will last for a lifetime. And I think one of the things that Chris talked about this morning was the student that he, when he was a student pastor took that was not, he was not in the right crowd. He wasn't, uh, doing the right things. And, uh, but he just went to camp with them and he, that kid, uh, found Jesus. Jesus got a hold of him while he was at camp and yeah. uh, that kid's grown up to follow Jesus and uh, completely changed his life. And it, it may, it may be one and every 30 students that uh, don't fall down from that camp high, but it only takes one. I know when I worked at Highland Lakes, uh, my first summer, uh, man, it was rough. It was a, it was like, boom, because you go from off season when I started, like man, this ain't that bad. Then you get into about May, you're like, oh man, when is this gonna stop? And you go, you go hard for like three, four months. Uh, but mm-hmm. and I was exhausted. It, if you don't know how Highland Lakes works, they they store a bunch of beds down in this thing called the Kwanzaa Hut, and that is the worst day. The worst day is the day you set them up, and then the second worst day is when you take them down. And it's just so much work. It's hot. There's a bunch of students that you just met that you don't, you can't. Yeah. Dusty. You, it, it's just, dusty. it's not, oh, yeah. 
and I understand why they do it, but it's it's just not fun. But and then you add in all the maintenance calls, the the late late nights, the the long hot days, uh, and then you in our positions we had college students underneath it, and to be what you call like mm-hmm. I wouldn't say boss, but like to lead them and make sure that they're staying. There's a lot of work, but I remember the <laughs> first time. That on the the first the end of the first program camp we did uh, at Hyden Lakes they ring the bell at the end of the week and uh, I got goosebumps just thinking about this they I just remember sitting on, I and I remember and I don't know if John Market remembers this but we were in the golf cart sitting on top of the hill uh, that goes down to the tabernacle or yeah the tabernacle down uh, by the cross and. Uh, they just started ringing those, that bell, and I was just like, "That's what it's worth." That's my job personally was to keep all the distractions away so that they could hear that. It, it's so easy for students to get distracted by if their toilet's not working or the AC's working, and to hear those the bell being rang at the end of the week, man, it it made it all worth it. And I, it, that's something I looked forward to every summer and every camp was to hear the bell ring and. That's how important camp is and will always be. So if you're not, uh, as a past youth pastor, not signed up to go to camp this summer, I, we, I guess we can kind of understand because of mm-hmm. COVID and uh, all that stuff. But we, as pastors, we have to make sure that the students get the opportunity to be part of camp. That's and right. So, so if you're not signed up to go this year, then make sure you're, you're signed up or if you're not, if you want to do something local like last summer, Jeremy and I put on a online camp because of COVID because we knew the importance of camp. And if you need help with something like that, we are experienced. We've learned everything that goes behind it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, I mean, it was a, it's a great, it was a great week then. Uh, and camp is just an awesome time. So, you know, the one thing that we did learn we, we actually went house to house to all the students, which was really awesome. And it was small enough that we could pull it off in an afternoon. Uh, the one thing I think we did learn was don't take ice cream. Yes. That, <laughs> I really thought that would work better. Uh, it was know, July, the, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the first students got ice cream. The last mm. students got a milkshake. So, you know, uh, it's a, you know, it's what it is, but <laughs> Campus is so important, man. It's yeah. And, uh, Chris, I think Chris touched on it really well this morning. And again, we apologize that it's not. We don't have it. I mean, it, we have it, but it does not sound good. And uh, and listen, he told me he's like, I've got volunteers coming out. I've got schedules, and he literally, he actually told me no when I asked him to be on the show. He told me no. A few hours passed by. He said, Hey, can I be on the show? And I was like, Yes. Yes, we love you. I, I would just hate to uh, to even say. <laughs> I'm going to tell him, obviously, that the file was corrupt and, and, and it fell apart, but I wasn't going to ask him to record again, especially after uh, after what we did. So, Yeah, so, hey, if you have any questions about camp, uh, a recommendation for camp, I, I have a list of camps that I would recommend. Piney Woods, Highland Lakes, Zypher. Uh, uh, Alto, Alto Frio. Alto Frio. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's there's abundance of them. If you're new to ministry and you you, you don't know anything about them, uh, I'm sure we could get you in contact with somebody that that works at them. Because once you work at a camp, you kind of know everybody that yeah. uh, they 
that either worked at Highland Lakes with you and moved on to do stuff there. And uh, I, I just wish we could uh, express how important camp is. And uh, man, it's just camp is good. And yeah, uh, if really you're going is. to session two of Honey Woods this summer, July 12th through the 16th, your boy will be there with his students. Uh, you can, if you're like, Ooh, the I listened to this podcast and he's supposed to be here. Just look for the short, fat guy with the long beard. I, I'll, I'll be yeah. there. And uh, I started working on the paperwork for that today uh, as best as I could because I didn't have internet at my office. But there man, you go, it, man. This I, I guess we salvaged somewhat of this morning's episode uh, with a last minute recording. It's what ten o'clock at night, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. Uh, this has been fun. I think we, I think we talked about it having these just you and me talk uh, episodes where we kind of just recap the last couple of uh, guests we have, and uh, this was fun. Uh, yeah, just kind of basically talking back and forth about our camp stories. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I know, I know your job at Highland Lakes was a little bit cleaner than mine. I won't, I won't discredit for you not working because you did shampoo the carpets, you did move a bunch of tables. And oh let's be let's be honest. You dealt with the the public more than I did, uh, and I I don't know at that age and without I could do it. So yeah, uh, I you know uh, this is really random, but you you, rem- you reminded me. Ira T and I were in uh, oh gosh one of the dorms. I, I think it was Blair, mm. and for some reason. Uh, no, not for some reason. We had this spray that we'd stick on gum, and it was some good cleaning stuff, right? I sprayed myself in the face. Oh, no. And we had pushed the bunk beds in front of the, the bathroom. And so imagine <laughs> me flatline jumping over through in between the beds to get to the bathroom to wash my eyes out. And I'm just like, <laughs> ah! <laughs> That's just funny. The, just the craziness of, of that's probably my funny story. Look, you didn't ask me for it, but I gave it to you anyway. I'm just like, uh, sheesh. Oh, and then one time, <laughs> this is I, oh, okay. Last one, last one. I was out <laughs> mowing, and uh, do you remember? Uh, you may not remember, but they used to have clothesline posts in all the backyards at Highland Lakes Camp, mm-hmm. and there that's a T, and they're a post. And they're a pole, right? A round pole. So if something could get in there. Well, I'm mowing one day and I pop that pole. Man, thousands of uh, red wasps fly at my face. And (laughs) for some reason, I had a can of wasp spray spray in there. Do you know what I did? I sprayed myself. Because that thing was on me. I sprayed myself down. So I sprayed myself down. And then a dawn is on me. I just sprayed myself a poison. And so I grab the hose and I wash off. I'm like soaked from head to toe. Well, I go in just with my shorts on. And sure enough, our neighbors are sitting on the couch. Other camp staffers. Hey, y'all. Uh, I'm just going to go shower real quick. <laughs> Man, I got I got hundreds of stories. Yeah. Uh, I think they're one of the funniest stories and. I guess it's not funny at the at the time, but I used to during summer would drive around in a like a golf cart type mule thing, mm-hmm. and uh, basically I would monitor the SMTs, the summer missionary team, and yep. uh, we ran as maintenance. We ran the trash truck, the water truck, uh, and uh, and then 
there would be other guys that did like the maintenance calls. And I was coming up the hill where the new pool is. Back then, there was no pool there. It was just an open field. Coming up the hill, and I looked to the right, right behind the dining hall. The trash truck was coming, and all of a sudden, the the front wheel of the trash truck falls off. What? And I, I'm just driving. I'm like, did I just see that? So I turn around. Sure enough, the bearings of the trash truck blown out coming up uh, by the dining hall. Wow. And I was like, wow. And so <laughs> needless to say, the first time I learned how to put bearings in a new, in a truck was the trash truck at Heim Lake. So oh I had to gracious. get the, had to get the backhoe and tow it back to the, to the shop. And wow. uh, I, where I learned a lot of mechanical stuff at Highland Lakes and yeah. uh, the stuff I do now, my, like my own, like a couple of months ago, my, the bearings of my Dodge went out, were, were going out. And I was like, if I hadn't fixed the trash truck, then I would have never known how to do this. And, and I mean, you would have gone down to the shop and paid what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and YouTube wasn't like this big thing back when we were, I mean, it was a thing, but it, people weren't doing instruction videos. So I had yeah. to, I printed out a manual, a how to thing off the internet in the office. And, and that's how I learned how to do it. And, uh, yeah. man, it's so many stories at Highland Lakes and, uh, funny ones and, uh, met a lot of good people. Some of the mm-hmm. SMTs, uh, changed my life personally. And, uh, I won't tell them that, but, uh, <laughs> so powerful, even as powerful a, stuff, even as a maintenance guy, it was, it was a heck of a time. And, um, even as adults taking students camp can be, uh, meaningful, uh, even if you're a sponsor. So, yeah, as, as a sponsor, if you let, if you let the weight of what you're doing there, I don't want to say go, but um, what's the word? If you if you just take time to worship while you're there and take time to listen, it's not just for students; it's for you too. Yeah, and I don't care what role you're in. The God always speaks if you're listening. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, I'm going to tell you my song real quick because. Uh, I can't stop singing in my mind. Um, it's Echo by Red Rocks Worship. And hmm. the chorus, or I guess it's the pre-chorus, says, All glory and honor, dominion and power to you. A million angels fall face down on the floor, all to echo, holy is the Lord. My heart can, my heart can't help but sing. All of heaven's roar, forever, forever, echo. Holy is the Lord. Holy is the Lord. And, uh, oh man, uh, and just that image, the idea of the angels falling down, worshiping God, singing, "Holy, holy, holy, holy is the Lord." Uh, this song, I can't get enough of it. To it, I, I played it uh, a couple nights ago, right before Carrie fell asleep, just to have the presence of the Lord in that room as we're falling asleep. I mean, it was, it's such a good song echo by red wall, red rocks worship. I think they're out of Littleton, Colorado. Yeah. The song I said last week, uh, red rocks did. And really? I, I, I didn't, I didn't catch that. 
Yeah, so look up, uh, I, I don't know if you remember, Something Has to Break. And, yes, uh, yes. I remember the name of the song, but I didn't realize it was Red Rocks. Yeah, so uh, I can't say that I have the super spiritual song. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's it's a it's a Christian song, but uh, have you ever heard the VeggieTales theme song uh, remix? No, I don't think so. Oh, dude. It... Uh, it's amazing. It's it's basically a remix of the theme song. And it's like dubstep, and it's awesome. So, who, uh, who who like? Oh wait wait wait! I think I have heard it. Yeah, it's kind of like it's like a yeah yeah yeah. So it's Shaba Maramba or something like that. So. It's a video online, right? Uh, I it's on iTunes. That's I looked at. I heard it uh, last week on Spotify during youth, <laughs> and I was like, that, that goes hard so i'm gonna look it up so catchy uh, catchy right yeah so cool well this has been fun uh hopefully this will be out in time in the morning for everybody but uh if it's not then please bear with us but stay tuned you're gonna hear our new outro uh so uh and tell us what you think make sure you like and follow and uh, i mean i can't t- say that because no, it's, no, 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 it's, it's on our that's an art on the outro so uh but you can I, email us Yes, email us at pastors, uh, youthpastors or pastors2 at gmail.com if you'd yeah. like to be on a guest. Uh, yeah. that's, and that's open to anybody that's doing ministry work, uh, even if you're just a, not just a, but a sound guy or anything like that. Uh, we, we would like to hear from you, to hear your, what you're doing in your, your uh, ministry, uh, even if it's just running slides on ProPresenter at church on that morning, on Sunday mornings and uh, maybe a church secretary who can, I, we're all doing the same thing. We're all doing God's work. We just want to hear you want to hear your story. You hear what you're doing and maybe you just have some advice for someone that that's doing it too. Um, so uh, just cause the, the title says youth pastors or pastors too. Uh, it's not just for youth pastors. So uh, reach out to our email. You can always find Jeremy and or I on Facebook at our uh, Jeremy Hellams on Facebook or Jacob Taylor on Facebook. Uh, uh, I, that's all I have. I don't. That's it. Don't, that sounds great. Now, yeah. now let's let the intro guy go. Yeah. So, so you want to do it again next week? Yep. Thank you for listening to the Youth Pastors Are Pastors Two podcast. Find us, rate us, and review us on Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. If you want to see our ugly faces, look for us on YouTube. While you're at it, give us a like on Facebook. See you next week.